Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technisha. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Good afternoon, everyone. Happy Thursday to you. Today is May the 15th, 2014. You're tuning to another episode of The Bright Side with Technisha. But I am honored to have a special guest on my show who is a known, renowned radio host. Her name is Myra Hun. She is a radio host for Anderson Kirsten. And that show is just what it says. It encourages you to move to the next step. She is a mother of two, a coach, motivator, as I said, a radio owner of a grown online learning Lord network. And Myra grew up in a Christian home way on the time her life an alarm rate that was her again. It was during this time in a question of her life and her purpose in life. Myra now sees how negative world is hard for her family. Well, she saw how it was hard. Her family, friends, peers, things to see the positive side of things. She knew not long ago she was at that same point in her life where she couldn't see anything positive in her life. She began learning the law at Facebook in 2012. In 2013, Endless Encouragement online radio show and Facebook page was formed. She is dedicated to helping society to see the positive side of things and not focus on the negative side of things. So with all your warm welcome, let's please welcome Ms. Myra Hunt to the show today. Myra, I thank you for being on the show. How are you today? Hi, Technisha. I'm very well. I'm blessed to be here. I am doing great today. And I'm blessed to have you. You are such a motivation to the world, and and I know most of your show topics are based on that dream big, forgiving yourself and self-doubt, which are things that most people really don't think about, and especially when it comes to forgiving yourself. But before we go further into that, let's talk about your more of your background, how every, everything that we may not have told in the introduction. Oh, sure, sure. As you stated in the um, intro, um, I grew up in a Christian home, so there I do have that spiritual foundation. But, you know, you get older, you you start feeling yourself, and you say, well, I can make this on my own. And I walked away from church, actually, for a number of years. And it was during that time, as I look back, is that it it made me who I am today, but it also taught me a lesson that Jesus never gave up on me. He never gave up on me. He was still, he was waiting for me to come back. Um, and when I hit my rock bottom, because I say my rock bottom because everyone else has their own rock bottom, um, when I hit my rock bottom of being in a one-bedroom apartment and things were donated to me, and I was around um, 35 at that time, maybe 34, 35, and I just looked around, and I remember hearing, this is not how life should be for you. This is not, you know, who you are. And it was at that point in time where I decided to turn my life around. And since then, I've been trying to, um, I created, as you stated, endless encouragement. And I just want people to really understand that their circumstances, their past does not dictate where they're going. Everyone goes through things. I've gone through things. You know, I've gone through the the drinking, the doing the drugs, the just being out there in the world and having that on you and you feel, oh, I, I'm, I'm not good, I'm not worthy, I'm not um, who I should be, and allowing those negative thoughts to stop you from where you're actually destined to go. Um, and so that's why I created Endless Encouragement, is to encourage people, you know, it's okay. Everyone has their battles, everyone has their demons, but you can you know, get rid of that, and you can be who God actually created you to be and live your purpose. You just have to understand that God is a forgiving God. And so that's why I, I do what I do. Right, and I felt the same way, Craig, this show. I felt like on the same journey as you, praying this for others to understand you are not alone in this. This is a, this is, this is a community and that's how I feel your show is and mine is, too. We are a community. Like, when you grew up, 
years ago, everybody in the community, just putting that one child, that's how I feel with these shows. We are here to help you, and and that's my only message. You are not alone in this. There are others out there just like you. As you stated, you went through the ups and the downs, but you got to know how to overcome it, and some people do let their past hold them back. You feel that you're at fault. Now, I'm here to tell you, you are not at fault today. You are not. You are here to release all that negative energy from yourself. But now you took a spiritual, a spiritual journey. Well, and, and to me, sometimes spirituality is a misunderstood concept—a journey of self-discovery. Um, but um, what are your feelings on it? My feelings on the spiritual journey. Yes, ma'am. Um, yes. Um, well, for me, I had grew up in a church, so I had that foundation and that understanding of who God was and who Jesus was. Now, I'm not sure if all your listeners have that spiritual foundation but um, and what their actual belief is, but I do believe that there is a higher power, um, and we have to know how to tap into the higher power. And when I when people talk about the higher power, we're talking about not of this world, not of this world, because you were created for a reason. You were created to do something. Um, you have a purpose in life. It's not just to live on this and walk and breathe and eat and laugh. And it's, it's a purpose that you're here for is to help other people. So with the spiritual foundation um, of having Christ in your life and then you looking towards him, as your guidance of saying, okay, um, Lord, what do you want me to do? And he may tell you to go into that neighborhood that you would never go into just to maybe say hi to someone. That is encouraging to them. So when I think of a spiritual um, foundation, you have to be able, you have to go and, you know, find a church that you, you're comfortable with that, that's following the Bible. Um, and then start to look towards that higher being and saying, okay, God, lead me. What direction do you want me to go? And be willing to follow that direction because it's not going to lead you astray. And that's so, that is so true. I agree with you all the way, Myra. You have to take yourself by step. And, and you can sit down and ask yourself certain questions because that's what, is, for me, a spiritual journey is, is how you got to where you are now is, and you got to love it when you get there, really. Um, it, it focuses, I think it focuses on a spiritual journey, not just exactly the story of your life, but focus on the highlights of your spiritual life, emphasis on spiritual. And you don't even have to tell the whole story all at once. Perhaps maybe one event occurs to you now that you will share with us, but as you go on, then you start bringing out a little bit more. Perhaps you think of two or three turning points of your life. Oh, I, I have um, my spiritual journey has just been phenomenal. Um, even as uh, the things that I go through in life, um, I'm always looking to God to give me guidance. And one of the things that I often looked, I, I looked at I recently was that the fact that you know I had a bill to pay, you know, and. I was just sitting around wondering, how am I going to pay this bill? And because of my spiritual foundation, he reminded me, you know, I, you're serving a God that splits water, and you're worried about paying a bill, you're worried about, you know, gas. And for me, I'm able to tell other people, look, you, you have a higher power that's going to guide you, that's going to take care of you. You know, even in the Bible, he talks about the, the flowers and how they don't worry about, or and the birds, how they don't worry about how they're going to be fed. So why are we worried about walking this face of this earth? You know, how are things going to come? Because he's going to provide everything for us. And that time when I was at my rock bottom is when, you know, I really looked around and was like, he could have taken me at any given time, at any given time. The things, you know, not that I was so far out there, but it was so out of my character of how I was raised. You know, I have two kids and, you know, drinking and everything. I could have, you know, easily lost my kids if, you know, somebody would have said, you know, if I was at that point, but God protected me. So you, when you're going through things, everyone's going to go through things. Um, you just have to have that background and have that spiritual reality that 
I can make it. Right. Right. And that's the only way you can succeed. Now, any point of your time as you look back, what are some of the surprises you see? Some of the what again? I'm sorry to hear you. Oh, I'm sorry, Myra. As you look back, what are some of the surprises you see? Oh, um, I can tell you recently the surprises that I've seen is um, even my new job that I have. Um, I'm in a position that I always dreamed about of working in a company and being able to. I'm, I'm a programmer, and having that opportunity open up to me. You know, doors have, when I thought they were going to say no, the doors just open up, um, even as far as purchasing my home. You know, everyone that I talked to was like, oh, home buying is this and home buying is that, and just because you were approved, don't think you're going to get the house. And the process, when I tell people, it was a seamless process. Only God could have done that. And when I tell people, they're like, oh, I had to go through this and I had to go through that, and it's just a lot of surprises to me of things that I've been able to accomplish in life that I would have never even thought would have even occurred or existed or the opportunities, um, such as even coming on to your show, Technicia, the opportunities there, because I started Endless Encouragement Broadcasting in August of last year, and the doors in 2014 have just and it is just growing at at an alarming rate, and that to me is also surprising. See, God works in so many mysterious ways. If you just do like, if you be obedient, he makes everything so prosperous, but you don't even have to thirst or be hungry anymore when you come into the house of the Lord. Now, what were the greatest influences on you, Myra? Um, my greatest influence is the Bible, um, I look to God. Um, my other influences is um, the church that um, I attended and lis- listening and look um, the pastor that was over the church. Um, I also I read um, different um, books here and there, different help help books. Um, none really to name. I you know I may pick up something and read it. Um, I listen to um, a lot of. Um, Preachers online, um, so I get my influences from a variety of different places. Um, sometimes radio shows, TV shows. Um, that's all spiritual led, of course. Um, so there's not just one influence. There's a variety of influences, and maybe you know God may say, you know, turn the radio on today, and there may be a song that I need to hear at that moment in time. So. Um, he he points things out to me as I go along this journey. So I, I can't just name one influence. It's a variety of influences on a day-to-day basis. Okay. Now, if you were now, if you were actually able to draw a map of your spiritual development, what might it look like? Um. Well, of course, when I came to. To God, I wasn't always together. I wasn't fully together, and I, that's a misconception, I believe, um, for a lot of people, is that they have to fully get themselves together. I came to him, and I was a mess. Um, and when I say a mess, I mean, you know, it was not of God. So uh, praying, praying daily, uh, reading the Bible, and reaching out to him, talking to different people, um, those things that I came to him with, like the drugs, the alcohol, um, those things faded away, and those things are no longer part of me. Um, And now I'm at a spiritual place where, you know, I have conversations with God to where, you know, he'll point things out to me. Or if I'm reading the Bible, before I read the Bible, okay, Lord, give me what I need today. And he'll point things out to me. There was a time where I never even wanted to pick up the Bible. There was even a time where I never even wanted to listen to a gospel song. Even if it was playing on mainstream radio, I didn't want to listen to it because I was in that much of a a denial of not wanting to hear that. And that was mainly because I was fighting um, 
fighting with how I was raised, what I knew, and now it's I'm just so open to everything that he has to give to me, whether it's in a form of a scripture, on a radio show, a TV show, um, someone else speaking to me, or maybe I'm in um, conversation with someone. Uh, my spiritual journey has just been really amazing and enlightening and just really deepen my uh, faith with God on a daily basis. Right. And some people, I mean, really some people haven't really figured out God's plan for their life. And I think that comes from you not actually listening. You have to actually sit down and listen. you got to have that master plan. God speaks to us in so many ways. You gotta know God and not the plan. To me, the secret of finding out God's plan for your life isn't to keep asking God to tell you the plan. It's it's to get it's to get you in that car and go. It doesn't matter what God is taking you, just go. That's all the matters. The reality is none of us know what God's taking us. The people who say they know, well, I don't know. I'm a consider that you're probably lying because you. And our obsession with knowing the plan is just our obsession with control. We we want to know so we could feel more controlled by destinies, but God has never promised to tell us the plan for our life. Um, I just figure he, he's only promised that if we want to, we can know him and we can know him. And that's how I feel about you, Myra. You took out the time to get to know him, and you didn't defeat that. You listened, and a lot of people don't do that. And you you are right. A lot of people do not do that, and you also were um, correct in stating that we want to know the plan. You know, even though I'm walking with Jesus and my full faith is with him, you know, I, I sometimes fall into that category like, you want me to go over there? Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> you know, but you are so right. Um, I did a show. It's called um, Finding Your Purpose, and that was done March 30th. And it was it was um, about four on the panel, including myself, and we were talking about finding your purpose. And that's what I was alluding to when I was stating you're not just put on this earth to just breathe and eat and do what you want to do. There's a purpose in your life, and God has predestined that purpose for you, and all you have to do is tap into it and follow. And the doors that will open up, the opportunities that will open up, um, you will be amazed, but as you stated, you can't walk this path with questions and saying, Lord, are you sure? Lord, are you sure? Are, are, are you sure? <laughs> you know? um, and then when he gives you, a, gives you a direction, you know, you have to be willing to follow. Even for me, um, creating endless encouragement, uh, when I, after a year after returning back to church and deepening my faith with him, I say, okay, I don't want my computer skills um, to go towards me, and I want to be able to use it for you. What what can I do? And the first thing that came to, you know, he told me was, well, tell your story. Well, who am I going to tell? <laughs> you know, I, I don't go anywhere. I don't go anywhere, Lord. Who who am I going to tell? You know, and. That's how I started uh, learning the Lord, and I started doing the Facebook page. But once again, I, as I stated, I fall into that trap of, well, I don't think this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. So I actually stopped posting on the Learning the Lord Facebook page. And then uh, 2013, um, he came back, and he's like, look, I told you to go tell your story. And somehow I found Blog Talk Radio, and before you know it, I'm on Blog Talk Radio. So that's what it means to follow your purpose and listen to God because he hasn't led me astray with this radio show at all. And I am a vessel, and I consider myself a vessel because the the guest that I bring on my show is all, just like you, Technicia, um, it's all about um, spreading the encouragement words. It's not about me coming onto the show and saying, well, look what Myra did and look what I accomplished. No, it has nothing to do with me, number one. It has to do with God, but just also giving that encouragement and bringing guests on to enlighten and encourage everyone along their journey. You know, that's, that's what it is about, for me, finding my purpose. Misha, are you there? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was. I thought I was. I was instead of talking. Forgive me, Myra. <laughs> um, I was thinking after you just said what you 
that. I was saying, I thought about children, why they get in the car with us. They don't get in the car because they know where they're going. They get in the car because they know us. It's the same way, and that falls in line, like I said, with God. You go with him because you know him, and we don't question where we're going. You don't do that. You just let him lead you. It's going to give him the keys, and he's got to, and he'll lead the way. And the reason most of us, like I said, are upset with knowing God's plans because we don't really know him, and faith is not knowing the plan. It's going, even if you don't know the plan, and faith comes from knowing God. So that's my message today for people. You just got to know God. God hasn't promised a plan. He's promised himself. So that's, that's my word for people out there who feel like they're lost and you want to question him. I know you do. You don't understand why you're down here suffering or why things are not the way that you want them to be. He has your back 100%. You just got to trust and let go. That's all you got to do. But, Myra, what are, what are some great things that you have learned in life? Um, number one is to be positive um, all the time. In whatever circumstances that I go through in life, I have to look at the positive because if I'm so focused on the negativity, that's just going to bring me down. That's just not good to look at the negativity. In fact, I don't, I don't even like watching TV shows half the time. It's because there's so much negativity. Um, that's one of the biggest things for me is just being positive. Um, the number um, second thing is my faith. I have to have faith. I have to walk in the faith and knowing that whatever um, – Thing he is asking me to do, he he's in control. I have to have faith. I may be going through a trial, you know, or a challenging moment at this time or whatever it may be, but I have to believe that and have the faith that God has. He knows um, what he's doing. He's going to provide for me. He's going to bring me through. And there's also something that I may be needing to know going through that. Uh, whatever, you know, I may go through. So that's the number uh, two thing is just having faith. Um, and then the last thing, um, the greatest thing is to have love, um, to have love for everyone, no matter, you know, we're, we're, we're a society where if you don't dress a certain way, I can't talk to you, or if you don't have a certain look, or if you're not here, or, you know, or whatever, whatever your past may be, I can't talk to you. That's not love. That is not love. Love is all about taking people for who they are. It's not for you to decipher, you know, if someone is good or not. And, you know, we have to follow our lives according to how Jesus loved everyone. You know, no matter who it was, you have to have love. And if you don't have love in your heart and if you're um, judging people about how they look or whatever, that's not that's not love. And, you know, you can't. You can't really advance in life without that love in your heart. Uh, and I just love people. <laughs> you know, I'll to, I don't care, you know, if it's a stranger on the street, hey, how are you doing today? Because me speaking to that person and saying, hey, how are you doing today, that may just brighten up that person's day. And, you know, for me, those are the biggest three things that I've learned in life. And see, those are some good pointers. And I was just thinking about when you said you got to stay positive because we know life can suck sometimes. <laughs> just even getting to the little things, you might got that zit on your nose, you or or even extreme, you might get that phone call from from someone saying something happened to your spouse, got killed in an accident, but you got to maintain. It's hard. I'm not gonna lie. It's hard. I have been dealt with some of the worst things part of life sometime and probably not even worse as others but life life hurts but you gotta know how to pick yourself up and as Aaliyah said, dust your, dust yourself off and try again and that's what life is about. You gotta dust it off and you gotta try again. Because if you don't then you'll never know <laughs> basically to me if you don't then you'll never know how to want to succeed in life. You're gonna always want to be at that bottom point and that's that's not healthy whatsoever. You're so right. It's not healthy um, when you're not thinking positive because 
so many things you can get out of just thinking positive. You know, even as far as applying for a job, I used to, you know, it's funny because this is what I used to tell people years ago. Like, well, people say, well, I'm going to apply for that job, but I don't know. Well, what's the worst that can happen? Think positive. It may be no, but think positive. You know, um, just going through simple things in life, think positive. And even if it doesn't come out to your way, just know that you went through whatever process you went through and just think positive that you you may have learned something. And a lot of people don't see that when they're so focused on the negativity that they don't see the positive and they can learn something from the positive. So um, even if, I even teach my kids, just think positive. Whatever goes on in your life, think positive. What can you take away from whatever situation that you came through and be a positive or a better person, you know? So that's when, um, that's what I teach my kids. That's what I tell people all the time. There's something in there for you to learn. So if you're thinking negative, you're not going to learn what you need to learn. You're not. You're not. You you surely are not going to learn at all because you're always going to let that be your whole back. So what would you actually say are, are some dominant experiences you have had that may have been pointing to God? That may have been pointed to God? Yes, ma'am. I'm not sure I understand the question. What was your question again? What are some dominant experiences you have had that may have been pointing to God? Oh, um, oh, uh, I can't even think. There's been so, so many. Um, God, God. I mean, walking, walking with God. Um, there are so many experiences on a day-to-day basis that, or you know, that you don't, you think about it as you go through, but. Um, a lot of the things that I go through in life, as I say, I give it all to God, um, even as far as paying a bill or feeding my kids, um, this new job opportunity that I have, um, those are all because of God. You know, even the simple thing as waking up this morning, that's all part of God. Um, being on your show today, this is all part of God, getting to work safely, um, so everything in my life is always pointed to God. Um, there's not anything that I know that I've done of myself, and that would be very wrong for me to even say, oh, yeah, I got myself to work. No, God actually got me safely to work. He gets me safely home. He protects my me and my kids, my house. Um, so everything that I do is always pointed to God. So I, I can't name, you know, like one or two things I mean, because everything is pointed back to God because without him, I'm nothing. So I, I can't take, uh, I can't just say, okay, well, this thing happened or this happened. Everything is all part of God for me. Right. He's the air. He's everything that you breathe. He's. He's your husband, your wife, your brother, your sister. As I heard some people have said, they they have had orgasms, and not sexually orgasm. It'd be a blessing type orgasm, and and that's it's a beautiful thing. It's very spiritual. I mean, that's something that you have to come into. You got to develop. It's not going to come to you. What are you're you're right, and you have to develop that. And the way to develop it is just by having that relationship with God and talking to Him, just like He's sitting right next to you. Um, he's yeah. listening; His ears always listening. And you have to be able to develop that, and then be able to to understand that you're nothing. You're not doing anything of yourself. God is doing it all for you. So true. I tell you that we're not trying to get into a Sarah. A sermon here, but everything that Myra and I are saying is so true, and you just have to sit today. I hope you believe in it and take the word. You just don't go to church on Sunday. We, you have to praise him every day, even wherever you are. It was a country that um, I admired. I, I forgot what it was. Um, I think it's in Ethiopia. Um, it starts with the A. I can't think of the city off the top of my head. But they told me when you actually go at a certain time of the day, they ring this bell. It, they'll do a little siren, and everybody stops what they're doing, and you just start praying. And I was like, that's very, that's awesome. No matter where you are, you could be shopping, whatever you're doing over there, 
And yeah, and whatever you do, um, yeah, you you praise him all day long. You you give him joy and um, love all day long, wherever you're at, in your car, at work, um, your kids' games, wherever you're at, you give him the praise um, because he deserves the praise. And it's not, as you stated, it's not about just going to church on Sunday, which is, you know, a lot of people, you don't go through um the work week, you know, doing whatever they want to do, but they make sure they're there on, you know, at church. And I was guilty of that. And the the issue becomes, um, as I think back, and now that where I'm at, it's like I'm not going to church because my friends are going to be there. I'm not going to church because, you know, I want people to know, look where Myra's at today. Um, Myra came to church today. I'm not there for anyone but myself. So I'm there to give God the glory because, you know, when like-minded people are together, that spirit is just higher. So um, wherever you're at, just give him the praise. I listen to gospel music a lot, Um, even walking. Sometimes, um, you know, I'll get to praising and throwing my hands up in the air as I'm walking (laughs) because I am just, praising him, and you can't be ashamed of it. And that's the other thing. You can't be ashamed to give him praise. You can't be ashamed to thank him um, because he's not ashamed to give you whatever he wants to give you. So don't just go to church on Sunday and say, okay, I'm filled up with the spirit. I'm good all week. No, when you go home, give him praise. When you go to bed, give him praise. Wake up, give him praise. And that's going to make your your relationship with him much stronger so that when you go back to church on that Sunday because you've praised him all week long, you are really ready to join in the praise with the rest of the saints and get and that spirit is just so high when all the saints are together. Right. Right. I, I'm going to have to vouch on that one. That's just so true. And a lot of people do feel that way. Let me go. Let me look good on this one day. Then go back and I'll be a heathen the other days. Well, I'm going to go back on Sunday so I could be right. Now I'm safe. Now month through, month through Saturday, I'm back at the same way. Okay, here goes Sunday again. I'm back saved. It's like, okay, really? You, you saved? Yeah. <laughs> but people do look at it that way, Mara. You know, they actually do. They definitely look at that. So, yeah, they do. And then they'll, they'll go to church, too, on uh, New Year's Eve. And then they go to the club afterwards. <laughs> but just, but, okay. Everybody wants to show up at church on Easter. Yeah. I can look at, oh, let me see what you got on. Really? God said come as you are. Because I told you yeah. sometime I was having a church one time with a, some jeans on because sometime in the winter it would be a little too cold and I'm not doing no dress. I I will. I said, I'm dead. I'm putting on some jeans. They come as you are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, God, you there for you there for the word. And some people, um, I like what my friend put on her Facebook. Some people say, oh, I don't want to go to church because the way these people are, the way they are. You didn't come for the people. You came to get the word and understand about God. You are so right. And a lot of people fall into the trap that, um, first of all, church is not to be, um, it's not to bound you, as I, I, I often look at it. It's not to bound you to say, okay, well, I can't go to church because I, I, I don't have a skirt to wear today. Or I can't go to church because maybe it's sister's weekend and my, my white dress, whatever you're supposed to color is, but I don't have that color dress, so I'm not going to go to church. Church is not supposed to be about that. Um, you're supposed to, as you stated, come as you are. If all you got is jeans and a T-shirt and gym shoes, that is fine. Jesus just wants you to come. And if anyone, as I always state, anybody got a problem with what I wear, I'll be more than happy to let you go shopping for me. <laughs> But um, yeah. <laughs> but but he just wants you to come to him. He just wants yeah. you to come, and it's not about okay. Well, um, I, I'm maybe smoking cigarettes, or I do drugs, or I do alcohol. You know, let let me get that out of my system first before I come to church. No, it's not about that. Come as you are. You know, if you're an alcoholic, come as an alcoholic. He will clean you up. And you know, if you're a drug addict, come as a drug addict. He will give you he will clean you up. He's gonna give you the power to clean yourself 
up to walk in a better life. But if we're so, we can't do it of our own. So if we're trying to clean ourselves up, we're never going to be able to clean ourselves up. Only God could clean us up. So I take it a little deeper when it says come as you are, come as you are, and allow the spirit to clean you up, and he will clean you up. And once he cleans you up, you will, you, you're not going to return because it's such a beautiful life to be able to walk in his glory and faith and enjoy and peace that you have on the inside. That is so true. Oh, man, I tell you, Myra, I just feel like it's uh, time to break out the Holy Ghost and everything up in here. I say we hear these words, and it's so powerful. But what we are going to do, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back with Myra. So don't touch that dial. There's only one station that will keep you happy. Blog Talk Radio. We're taking more of your calls at 347-426-3751. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this commercial break. I'm in the car next to you on the highway. I sit in front of you on the bus. I'm one out of every six Americans, and I'm struggling with hunger. This isn't an uncontrollable epidemic. There's enough food in this country to feed every hungry person. Please, visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank. Every dollar you donate helps provide seven meals for those around you, quietly struggling with hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. All right, welcome back on the Bright Side with Technician. We're here with our girl, Myra Hunt the endless and Christian radio host, and we're bringing it to you spiritually, and we're speaking the word today. And if you feel like calling in, do so at 347-426-3751. We're here. We're answering your questions today. Myra, as again, I, I do appreciate you for being here because everybody needs to know how to get into this spiritual journey and overcome their past, like we said before. Now, is your understanding now different from your view of the actual experience at the time? Oh, much different, much different. Um, time when I left the church um, and decided to just go and do what I wanted to do, um, first of all, there's nothing wrong with the church. Um, it was just I wanted to do what I wanted to do, basically. Um, but my my whole understanding was, oh, well, God is always, he's always going to be there. God is always going to be there. So I got time, you know, I'm 18, 19 years old. I got time, you know, 20 years old. I got time. Jesus ain't going nowhere. But there comes a point in your life when you hit rock bottom where not that I was never at the point of death, but I was at the death of basically living within myself. I had fallen, you know, into depression. I wasn't getting treated for depression, but I knew I was depressed. Um, and just looking back and seeing how, how I would say, stupid I was to believe that, well, God is always going to be there. But living my life in that manner was just a depressing state because, to be honest, Every day it was like, okay, if I die today, I'm going to go to hell. And then in the morning, oh, I didn't die, another day, another day. But now looking back, how 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 my thought process was just so messed up. It was really messed up. Um, and now how I live is just like every day is a, is a new day. But I also understand if you take me today, Lord, I am ready to go. Um, because I have fulfilled and I know that I'm walking with God. So my understanding of where I was at and where I'm at now is totally two different things. Because when you're in the world of sin and what keeps you in the world of sin is the things that you're doing uh, and the things that you don't think that could ever be forgiven, and I want you to understand, I want all your listeners to understand, don't let that keep you in, in sin. Don't let that bound you. Um, it's like a shackle on your ankle that follows you around that you feel, I've done so many wrong things. Well, guess what? Everyone does. Everyone has. And um, don't 
feel as though, oh, I, I, I can never be this person. I can never get to this point in my life. And don't look at someone else's life and say, well, I want to be like that sister over there. No, you want to be what God made you to be. So my my whole thing, if anyone gets anything from what, you know, me and Technicia is stating, is that just come to him and just let him lead and guide you. And don't worry about what you've done in the past because that's in the past. That is in the past. So, like I said, in my understanding now is just while God was there, how ignorant of me to even think, oh, he, he he's going to wait on me. No, God is not going to wait on you, you know, especially when you have a calling over your life. He's going to continue to come after you, and he's going to continue to um He's going to continue to come after you until you you come to him. Even though I was out in the world, he, he still came to me. And, you know, Myra, you weren't raised like this. Uh, you, you, you know better than this. And, okay, well, let me drink a little bit more, <laughs> you know. But when there's a calling on your life, God's not going to give up on you. And everyone has a calling on your life because he wants you to do his purpose. Right. I do agree with that, and I do agree with the fact that he's not going to wait on you. And we all have to know this. The wrath of God is coming when God will judge the sins of the world. And God, he's very patient with us, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But God will not wait forever, as Myra said. There will come a day very soon when he will pour out his wrath on the ungodly of this world. I'm telling you, as it was quoted, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth. But now, it, I mean, they always told me there is a way out for those that want it, and that's to pray. That you may mm-hmm. be able to say all that is about to happen, that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man, and you got to understand when you say it, you got to understand, whoever believes in the Son has internal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life. God's wrath remains on them. So that is the testimony today. If you don't believe it, you just got to open up that Bible and read it. Yes, and as you say, you know, you you can't, uh, don't don't be like I did and just live and say, oh, God's going to, he, he can wait, he can wait. Um, don't Don't think that, okay, well, I'll just say I'll follow him when I get, you know, to the pearly gates. It's going to be too late. You know, it's going to do it now while you have the chance, um, do the opportunity. And and in speaking of, you know, going and living your purpose and changing your life around more spiritual, understand that it's, it's a lot of misconception is that, oh, it's going to be an easy life. No, you're still going to go through things in life. You're still going to have your ups, your downs. You know, you're going to have days where it's just not going right for you, but understand you're giving it all to God to work out. So um, I just want your listeners to understand that part as well. You just give it all to him. Whatever goes on in your life, just give it all to him. And, you know, if you're coming from, you know, a life of, um, well, of course, everyone's coming from a life of sin, but I always talk about the drugs and alcohol only because that's more um, mainstream. But there's so many other addictions out there. But if you're coming from that life and you decide to give your life over to God, and if you, you know, if you kind of stumble back and take a drink, just say, Lord, forgive me and move on. Because, you know, as you're going through, the main thing is just to get up and keep moving. You know, it doesn't mean, okay, well, I'm going to go on this, you know, binge and then come back. You can't play games like that. But, you know, if you do kind of stumble, just say, Lord, forgive me. I'm not a perfect person, Technicia. <laughs> you know, I ask God every day, Lord, forgive me. I don't think I said that right. Lord, forgive me. So even through this journey of living and walking with him, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things, but God is there to correct you. He's there to love you. He's there to give you guidance. And you just have to have the trust and belief that he will bring you through. Right, and I live by this quote I found. If you if you wait for the happy moments, you will wait forever, and that's the same thing with God. If you, if you want to keep waiting, you're going to wait forever. But if you start believing that you are happy, you will be happy forever. That's just stating. you got to believe in God. You want to be happy, believe in God. Or you're going to be waiting forever. You're going to be miserable, and that's, that's a terrible road to want to travel down. I mean, if that's what you want to travel down, then go right ahead. 
Now, Myra, was there any way to know back then where you would be now? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! There was there is no way I would have even thought I would be sitting in sitting here talking to you, Technicia. <laughs> I wouldn't, or even having uh, my radio show, Endless Encouragement. There is no way to even know um, the path that he has taken me on. Um, I just had to trust and believe and follow him. I mean, even when he told me to go tell my story to the world and go help other people, you know, it was the first thing that the devil does is bring up your past. You know, oh, well, you bet, you you know, you didn't have kids and you, you didn't did the drugs and the alcohol and you didn't did this and you didn't did that. But, you know, I had to say, well, God forgave me, so... I'm moving on. <laughs> you know, I'm doing what God wants me to do. So, no, there was there is no inkling whatsoever that I would ever be where I'm at today. Right, because some people think you have to answer to them. I don't have to answer to you. You, I mean, not that you're not important, but you're not as important as God. That's who I have to answer to. I fear nobody but God. I don't have to fear a man down here. You are nothing. I mean, I mean, you yeah. are something. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to put it in the next one, but that's how some people be carrying on. Oh, you supposed to fear me? Oh, I'm the one who got just no, no. You got to twist it. You go to, you can go to the, you can go to the left field or the right field. I don't care which field you go. But I'm not going with you. So that's that. Sometimes that's who I have to give people. They be thinking that they're better than somebody, or that you have to listen to them. What? Why should I? What makes you think your word is so important? And it's not even the right word, so no. You are so right. And, Technicia, you are so right. And to speak on that one, um, I first started my uh, learning the Lord, uh, and I wanted to uh, uh, and just start, you know, not that, well, preaching to people, giving people hope, because um, I'm not a preacher, so, but, you know, giving people hope, giving people encouragement. And one of the things I had went to someone and was like, you know, um, well, I want to do this, and the first thing that came out of their mouth, Technicia, was, you can't start a church. And I just was looking like, I never said I was going to start a church. So, you know, you have to be very careful on, with who you're sharing, um, when God is telling you. You have to be very careful on who you're telling things to because, you know, things may come out and you may, that could stop you because, then I, I did, and the, I was early in my journey as well, and it was like, okay, maybe that's not what he wants me to do, but when he came back around and when God wants you to do something, I don't know how it is for you, Technicia, but for me it was like it hit me with a ton of bricks. It was like, look, I told you to go tell your story. You go do this. <laughs> it was like, okay. Yeah, so you can't listen to people. You can't, um, you can't listen to when – God overrides everything, basically. So if someone is telling you you can't do it and God is saying, yes, you can't do it, um, because people, sometimes people, they have, you know, they may have your best interest at heart, but God, is, he has the best interest for you. So you have to be able to discern, you know, discern who's telling me the truth and who's not and being able to just walk that path. But don't let people tell you that you can't do something, especially when God has already told you and that this is what you need to do. Exactly. And you and you brought up a valid point because that's what my coworker, she told me. Technicia, you cannot go around here telling everybody good things about yourself. Like, for instance, I might talk about my radio show because everybody's not going to be for you. Some people probably right now be wishing I'd get out their face. Or somewhere, or they'll make it look, they'll make it look, oh, that's good, girl. I'll be talking about you behind your back. Man, I ain't saying that stuff. What she's talking about? Go on about her business. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wish you shut up and go on about her business. They just want, <laughs> don't want to probably hurt my feelings, but I did quite understand what she said. And sometimes I get like a child, like I'd be naive. I'd be like, really? Because I'd be wanting everybody to hear about my good news. and. Because I'm the, I'm the friendly kind. I'm I'm a friendly person. I I get excited if I get good news and I want everybody to know about it. But I do understand where she's coming from. <laughs> I do understand that because everybody is not for you. 
Um, yeah, and you know what that means, Technique? It, it's, I also I view that a little differently, too, is that some people um, are just so, um, I would say, depressed in their own lives that they don't want to see anyone else happy. So um, sharing your good news is not helping their case because you're, you're living with a spiritual higher being. So you're able to walk around in joy and versus, you know, they may not have that spiritual um, commitment. And so they're walking around depressed and they, they don't want anyone else to be happy. You know, for those people, I pray for those people that they, they come to the light and they understand there's joy and there's peace on the other side. The other side that I was I had lived on was nothing but depression, you know. You have to drink your, your sorrows away and it comes back every day, but God takes away everything and every day is a joy. Oh yes, every day is and it's supposed to be that way. You're supposed to be able to sit down, especially when you you go through that spiritual journey, you'll discover so much more and you discover yourself more fully as the spiritual being that you are. And I, I feel it, and I'm here to testify that. Now, Myra, where are you exactly in your spiritual journey, and what do you feel? Um, right now where I'm at is I am living my purpose, um, what he wants me to do. I am fully, my faith deepens every day um, by the things that he does do for me, um, reading the Bible, going to church. Um, and my spiritual journey right now is really uh, giving people encouragement along their journey right now and letting other people know, look, I was, you know, there, you know, where you're at, and let's let's go. We We can walk this journey together. And then just giving the word out to people and bringing guests on my show because, as I stated, it's not about me. It's about um, bringing other people onto the show and sharing their journey so that they can help um, other people. Um, Spiritual journey is just giving it all over to God and letting him lead me, following him, and talking to him every day and just understanding that, you know, he has all the power. So, I don't care about, as you stated, I don't care about the man on this earth. You know, I, I, the only thing they control is my money, but <laughs> that's the only thing they control over me. But everything else is just giving it all over to God and understanding that without him, I am nothing. But with him, I am everything. So it's, it's all about, for me, giving it all over to him and everything that I go through my you know, journeys, the, um, the challenges that I have in life, everything, I am just giving it all over to him. And I had to learn that, you know, through the process that I went through. I had to learn through the challenges that God got it. You know, every time that Myra steps in and tries to fix things, I make a big mess. <laughs> but every time that I uh, sit back and allow God to, okay, God, you, you know, the challenges that I face to help, you know, I know you're going to work it out. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait on you to provide whatever I need um, help in at this point. And when I do that, it just further deepens my faith with him. Yes, Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It sure will. It will bring you to that point in your life, but you just got to believe it. So what questions are in your secret heart? to just ask sometimes now that you're on this spiritual journey? Um, why me? <laughs> um, I mean, I think that's a, the, a good question. Why me? Why, why, um, why kept me, um, kept me through the years? Why, why did you keep me through the years? Um, those are those are the secret questions, you know, because as I stated, um, just looking back over life and everything, and it's like, wow, well, why me? What makes me so special? What makes me to be able to come on every Sunday, you know, 8 p.m. and do the Endless Encouragement Show? Why me? Why, um, you know, just why? 
And and those are the questions that I'll probably never get an answer to them. But you know, I think you, you when you walk this journey, you I think it's natural well, for me. It's naturally well. Why me? Well, what makes me so special? But wow. I thank God that He did. You know that He's allowed me to do this. So I do thank him for that. So I, I'm just going to continue to walk and and not let that be that burning question to stop me because it's not. It's it's in the background, but that's that's one of the questions. Right, right. I mean, I mean to me, God God words are filled with so many metaphors, but I love those. And I, I'm assuming that anyone else they love all those, but. And I would, you know, just listen to your spiritual journey. It really, it really makes you want to love the Lord more. Just listen to this. I mean, this is a wonderful thing when you're on this certain path. Uh, Myra, do you have anything else for the listeners to to become closer to God and humanity, and even in their own heart? The only thing I would say is just to, as I stated, come to Him as you are. Don't try to clean yourself up and think you got to present yourself in a certain way, just come. He, all he wants you to do is come. He's going to take everything else from there and live your life in a positive manner. And once you start walking with God, um, there's going to be some changes that you're going to need to face in life. I'm not going to, you know, deny that. There's probably going to be some people that you're probably going to have to disassociate yourself with. but And there's some places you're going to have to probably stop going. Um, there's some things you definitely are going to have to stop doing. But don't let that bother you because when you decide to fully walk with God, you can't question it because if you're wondering, well, I could still have this negative friend over here, no, you, you can't because you, you want positive. You want everything around you to be positive. So, and if that's a lot of times people fight with the fact of, well, I have to give this up. And, I, and the, the other misconception is that, oh, I can't have any fun if I walk with Jesus. Oh, you will have tons of fun. <laughs> it's a different kind of fun. It's a fun that you really remember. It's not a fun that's just going to last for a couple of hours, you know, and then you wake up with a headache. No, you, you're going to have a lot of fun, and that's a lot of misconception. Well, I can't do this and I can't do that. Well, walking those faith, you know, walking with God in the spiritual journey, you're not you're not supposed to be like everyone else. You're supposed to stand out. You're unique. You know, you are walking with God, and he will protect you. He will guide you. So the only thing I can tell people, once again, is just have the faith, trust in him, have the love for God, and he will take care of everything else. He just wants you to come. Come as you are. Just Don't try and clean yourself off. Don't try and find a fancy outfit. Just come as you are. He will take care of the rest. That's that's right. As I said before, he got your back. You just got to be comfortable and know that he has it. And if you don't, then you can always get in church groups. You can get get with someone who's really going to be there, who's going to be motivated, who knows the word. Because everybody is, some people are false prophets. You just got to know which ones. Because everybody who goes to church don't mean that they're, they're on the same level with you. But I want everyone to stay tuned for Myra Hahn's show. She has one. You have a show coming up Friday, too, don't you, Myra? Well, it's actually on Sunday, um, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Blog Talk Radio as well, Endless Encouragement. And all my shows, of course, are um, archived out there. And if any of your listeners uh, would love to come on the show, please email me at endlessencouragement at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I'm also on Facebook, um, Endless Encouragement. That's right. We got heaven, we got heaven on Facebook. We got it on Law Talk Radio. Please tune in to my girl, Myra Hunt, on Sunday at 8 o'clock p.m., Endless Encouragement. Myra, thank you for sharing your story. It's each, each story that I get from guests is unique, but it, it is our own common experience, and I love you and so many blessings to you. Thank you, Technicia, and blessings to your show. I really appreciate, once again, for you um, allowing me to come on to your show, and I definitely am going to send you an invite because I would love to have you on my show as well. Oh, well, thank you, and I will, I'll be waiting on that invite. Thank you, Myra. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
I tell you, God is good, and I hope that everyone feels that praise today. If you go out, just let somebody know. Smile at them. Help them out today. That's the job that I want you to pass on. Let that be your job today. Help someone out today. And don't forget to tune in tomorrow at noon on The Bright Side with me, the girl Technicia. Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.